Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Raglan. <laughs> <laughs> right now we're like channeling like Morning Valley Anchor News. Wow, we've got the chopper cam looking at the street here. And yeah, there's traffic. I'm sorry guys, I'll stop. A 12-year-old from Reseda was surprised this morning to find a garter snake in With his coffee. With a corn dog. <laughs> With a corn dog. That is newsworthy. <laughs> right. If all those things happened at once, yeah, it would a snake be. with a corn dog and a coffee and mug. A coffee mug, and the kids twelve and drinking coffee. Oh. So let's talk about that story. Yeah, the parents need to go to jail. And, whoa, <laughs> extreme. <laughs> uh, hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, as you can tell, we're super focused this morning. Oh yeah, ready to go, revving it up. The uh, yard workers are outside revving their <laughs> weed whackers, and so that's what we call our fans, the weed workers. Weed <laughs> 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 workers. <laughs> Oh, oh no. boy, in trouble. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, we have a great guest today. This yes. guy, um, Dan Van Kirk is his name. He's a great stand-up comic, but also... A writer, uh, an yeah. improviser. Yeah, and he uh, is... You might, if you listen to Doug Love's movies, you're definitely familiar with him because he's Mark Wahlberg on there. Oh, um, spoiler. Yeah, well, there you go. So uh, Dan Van Kirk's going to be here, and I think Mark Wahlberg will be as well. Oh, my God, we can only hope. That's right. Or we can ask him, I That's guess. That's right. I think, I think he's planning. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping before we get to it. Uh, if you Just like the show, leave us... Oh, boy. <laughs> if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Go to iTunes, click five stars, say, this show, uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> and someone will probably actually do that. I hope so. I'm writing gems. There you go. So go to iTunes, do that if you can. You can email us. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We read them all, we'll write you back. Guest suggestions always welcome, as well as whatever else you want to get in touch about. And uh, we've been kind of hinting that we're going to do a mailbag thing, so uh, we're going to start and do one uh, today. Uh, thank you, listener Rick, who we adore. Uh, you've given us lots of fodder. I'm going to randomly pick one thing. Cole doesn't know. I don't know either. Scrolling, okay. scrolling, scrolling, bleep, blurp, blurp. Oh, this is good. Okay. Okay, two, because they're both good. They're all good. Uh, great. Um, would you rather have unbelievably flaky skin, leaving trails like Hansel and Gretel, or fly lashes? <laughs> Eyelashes that are live flies. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd probably go with fly lashes because no. they'll always be out of my eyes because they'll be trying to get away. Think about the flies. I would flake all over yeah, the U.S. Yeah, I guess of maybe, A. Maybe you're right because trying to sleep and stuff with those flies around there. Plus, like, flies have life expectancies of, like, 48 hours, right? So do they just die? They're going to be laying eggs the entire time they're on your eyes. All right. Let's go. Maggots. Maggots. everyone has turned off the podcast. Thank you, Rick, (laughs) for your question. Uh, Here's here's a good one. (laughs) Would you rather, from now on, greet everyone you meet by screaming, I'm not your fucking mommy, (laughs) Or, (laughs) or, or have a butt that won't quit, literally? I'm imagining you're pooping constantly. Uh, I would go with the first thing. Whoa. But I try to say it in sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm fun. Well, you have to scream it. That's true. You could do a fun scream, though. I yeah. guess I'd do that, too. And it would be a little funny because I'd have to say it to Oliver, too. That's <laughs> my, true. My baby. And, he act, and then he'd be like, get really confused. Yeah. 
That's yeah, the best that's part about being you. a parent. You get in their head and you just rattle it around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of this Thanks, madness. Rick. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Uh, also, uh, we're mostly listener supported. There's a donate button on our website. Hotmyculturepodcast.com. Every little bit. Yeah, every little bit's appreciated. It helps us to be able to do the show. Um, there's like internet hosting fees and things that kind of add up. So they do. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff really helps us. And we'll give you a shout out on a future episode. I think oh. we'll do our thank yous next episode. Yes, I'm so uh, excited. Yeah, <laughs> thanks guys for your donations. Well, let's get to it then, shall we? Yeah, and thanks dudes for your bonations. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're in rare form today. I'm sorry for what's about to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Van Kirk. Bring. Uh, our guest today, well, he's a very funny stand-up comedian and podcaster. Um, if you listen to Doug Love's movies, uh, he's on there quite a bit as his, I don't know, I, I would say your alter ego now. But he's someone else's main ego, so That's it's weird true. for it to be your alter ego. <laughs> as true, Mark Wahlberg. True. Dan Van Kirk is here. Hey. Thanks, guys. Thanks well, for having yeah. me. Uh, this has been fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that was a great... Awesome. Yeah, awesome I felt stuff. good. Really I feel good, good about it. Yeah. Really good. I feel great about <laughs> it, I'd like too. to get out before I mess up. Right. And I only did it once, so... <laughs> we got the greetings out of the way. Uh, well, let's start with this. Uh, I just got back from Comic-Con. Did you go this year? I was there the night before. I did Doug Loves Movies with Doug Benson and Jeff Tate and Graham Elwood. It was really fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you ever notice when you're there, it's... It's like the there's worst. a there's a line between like what do you feel like eating and what can we get? Yep. Oh, there's oh, no always. food. Right. Oh. Right. And nowhere to sit. Yeah. No, I'm Never. not a fan. No. Um. And they always get you up. Like if you decide to actually eat in the convention center anywhere, like mm-hmm. on Friday morning, I just I went in order to get in some panels. Like I don't have a lot of time, so I was like, I'm gonna get one of these awful pizzas. It's like a fresh cheddar pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. So I got that. And like a you know coke, and I'm trying to sit down, and there's like half the time they get you up and they move you, they kick you around, mm-hmm. like there's nowhere for you to be or to stand or to pause or whatever. Right. And so there's like a, there's a handful of people eating out of the way. And so I sit down there, and I take one by. They're like, "No, I gotta get up, far, far code. And I was like, <sighs> "What? Where? Why?" Uh, yeah. And if you're on the sales floor, it's even worse because you can't even stop walking. Mm-mm. Like if you're walk, if you want to look at something, you have I'm to be like up like on the booth. Hot sweat, like just oh prickles and sweats. Yeah, I always need it. to be able to like get away that's my thing so jeff tate and i were walking around we had a couple hours to kill before the show and we also i found this really interesting a lot of like bars and restaurants are like we don't open till seven and i'm like you understand how much money unofficially starts tonight yeah Yeah. so we ended up in a i just saw the word saloon and i'm like this place looks open let's walk over there we ended up eating at one of the worst (gasps) places that you could picture in terms of just like kitsch like, why are you here? How did you end up here? We ate at the Coyote Ugly Saloon. Oh, yeah, boy. no. I know. And the whole time, I'm just, in my head, I'm just thinking of the is bar like rescue Hooters? episode that's going to happen at this right. place eventually. <laughs> no, Hooters is quality. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, is this a poor man's Hooters? This, I, there was like, like, I went up to get a water, and the girl, like, crawled up on top of the bar. No, and like, really? I just, I just want a water. Yes, oh my God. And then they would yell out because it's all like a, you know, an attitude and like an atmosphere. And I'm like, I just, can I just get a chicken sandwich? Uh, as yeah. she like licks the bar, yeah. so, balances the chicken on her tits. So, so you can have a chicken sandwich, but I got to rub it on my taint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it it was delicious. <laughs> so yeah, we ended up eating there. I, but I was just so shocked. I'm like, where can we just? But the the better places are kind of closer there to the where everything's happening. But that's also the it's epicenter of like the worst place to go. Well, yeah, yeah. You're in the the eye of the needle or whatever, and like. Anywhere in the gas lamp within two blocks of the convention yeah. center is just 
a shit show and you can't get in at all mm-hmm. or, or they've been rented out for a party in addition to yeah. that. So it ends up being pretty crazy yeah. and not good. Like I, I eat okay on this trip. I figured out like off times or places to go that weren't as bad. What do you go to? I mean, if there's there's a little place called Lolita's, which is on the other side of Petco. That's just like uh, very you just basic. Ruined it for yourself. Basic Cole. Everybody Mexican knows. Joint. No, now. it's not, it's not that it's not crowded. It's just not as crowded. Yeah. Right. It's just a very basic Mexican restaurant. Ten bucks. You know, burritos and whatever. So like that's simple and yeah, it becomes a triage level of avoiding people. You're like, oh, oh it's still crowded, but, but I, I I can, can breathe, breathe and yeah. there's a place Whoa. to take my bag off. And, they like, the Nerdist space at uh, Petco Park this year. Yeah, what, what, it was like a. Carnival, yeah, carnival. carnival. That was their. <laughs> was it was a constantly thing. running thing? Of yeah, just like- it was like a thing you could walk into. When I first got there, I had to pick up my badge from the Nerdist folks, so I went there to meet them to get it. And so I was like, oh, I'm here, and I haven't eaten sure. it because it took me forever to get in. And so they had a burrito stand because that's the whole Nerdist mm-hmm. podcast yep. thing. Burrito. Burrito. So they had some burrito, a burrito stand. I was like, all right, and I got it. And it was actually good and yeah. fine, and gave me a good base for the day. And I was like, all right, and it took no time. It was <laughs> right base. there. Good base. I, I can happy. build on this. Yeah. Like if you. If you realize you're not going there for the cuisine and you just have something that's like, this won't upset me too much, I don't think. That's and, how uh, I evaluated Coyote Ugly. There you go. <laughs> I'll live I'm there this. for the scene and it won't upset me too much. But we had a good show. We did it at the American Comedy Company. Oh, cool. And any any club that's underground with low ceilings, is, I already feel like is in the right place for having comedy yeah because you always kind of want to feel like oh should we be doing this here yeah like i oh, enjoy totally. a kind of hiding in a, here like a pillar in a comedy club i like i like a rant like when you go to nerd mount and you have to anger yourself See between around. a person's yeah. like neck in the pillar and, <laughs> and you're like oh this is this is like we're just watching comedy i know that i like that feeling and i think it all derives from there's the comedy seller but yeah there's yeah. something fun to be said about unconventional venues or like i don't know if you saw that tig documentary that i haven't yet no her and john door traveling around and playing weird yeah. places that people that wrote them and said come to our town and play here so like they're like doing house parties they're That's like awesome. playing like on a boat or like on a trailer in the middle of like a cornfield and things like that and it's just interesting and it doesn't yeah. always work sometimes the vibe is so bad yeah. at those weird places that they're just like having a hard time oh, yeah. and sometimes it's magical like right. it's just the way it is it's just always interesting yeah american comedy company was was great it was a it was a great spot and the audience everybody it was the wednesday night so everybody's so excited for comic-con it's and, coming. And, and doug's uh audiences are, are just they're great people and it was a lot of fun and then i just i got up the next day and uh came back to la so it was a, it was a quick in and out but yeah i was just there for a couple of days and I think one of the funniest things that happened that I didn't get to see it because Hall H is impossible to get into. I went on Thursday as the one day you can walk in sometimes. But Friday, people are camping out. They had this whole wristband system that doesn't really work and actually just made it worse in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So the Star Wars panel, uh, the Lucasfilm panel, I guess, but it was just Star Wars, was like at 4.30 that day. It was the second to last panel of the day. And they don't clear the rooms. That was on Friday? Yeah, on Friday. So they don't clear the rooms. So, like, if you want to go something later, sometimes people get there early and just stay all day in the room because they want to see that thing and they know they won't get in if they don't. So people see panels they don't give a shit about, but they're just there or whatever, right? And that day had good stuff. It had, like, Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones and stuff. So there was, you know, good panels. The first one of the day was some animation thing that I'm sure no one really would have cared about. It was, like, Mm -hmm. animation festival shorts and stuff like that. But, of course, it was packed because people had camped out. That would be so lucky to get. Yeah, that good slot. for them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the problem with that was is 
In my my opinion, it's like put Star Wars early in the day and let it empty out and let some people in for the other panels That's that want to see yeah. the other panels. Yeah. yeah. And instead of, of just that, but what oh, it, ended up happening yeah. was Kevin Smith was the last panel of the day for his yoga hosers thing, and he always has a panel in Hall H at the end of one of the days where he just kind of shoots the shit. Usually, he doesn't even have a project to promote, but this time he did to show footage and things like that, right? And it stays it's full, or you know, it's sixty five hundred like person room mm-hmm. so he was right after star wars and he didn't know this was going to happen so the panel happened and at the end of it jj abrams who was there or jj abrams as i like to call no. him, announces to the crowd hey guys we'd like to invite you all now to come to a free star wars concert no. with the san diego philharmonic and john williams <gasps> conducting or whatever nearby so everybody got up and left. Every person. 6,500 people oh, got up and went, free God. Star Wars concert. Now, <laughs> his, I feel like his heart was probably in the right place. Of course. But you're right because of when what happens it when you compl- do that. It screwed Kevin Smith because nobody's outside. to walk up to an empty oh, hall. An empty hall. And not like a small room with a scattering of people the in it. The most massive. The biggest 6,500-foot oh. hall. And so he tweeted backstage, oh like, gosh. uh-oh, uh, everybody's leaving. I don't know. Like, should we do this? Like, Yeah, he almost, thought about canceling he it, He thought right? about canceling it because, like, why would you want to do that? That is insane. And it's not, like... That's like a scene out of an 80s bully movie where, like, the little nerd's about to have his moment in the sun, and then the cool kid's like, pool party with boobs! Right. Oh, no! <laughs> you, like, he... J- Abrams could have said, if you're in this room right now, you're going to get a pass for a concert that's going to start immediately after the last thing yeah. today. Like, Which could have. have been the right. cool thing to do. Also, that probably would have created this insane like second market for people selling those in the hour that they have until that thing oh, starts or whatever true, it is. Yeah. But still, Kevin Smith would have had all his people. Yeah, I feel like that's the, perfect, like that. that's the perfect breakdown of kind of what Comic-Con has become. Because if there, if there was anything at Comic-Con that is probably had the most amount of people that are there for the newest reasons of why people go it's probably star wars yeah mm-hmm. there's also people have been there since day one who are huge star wars yeah. fans so don't get me wrong but then you have kevin smith who has been around since like it started yeah. and sold his comic books to make his movies and stuff like that and so then you had him be like oh now i don't get anybody because everybody who was here for this one thing are now gone i'd say that comic-con forget the comics comic-con is for people who love lines <laughs> it really is. It's become a yes. line festival. Yeah, you know what I want to do? I want to be packed and mar- barely move. Yeah, there's a badge of honor for people that get into Hall H on one of the popular days. Like I don't even try because like, oh. I've thought about it in the past. And then there's been years, years ago where I did line up for six, didn't seven hours and didn't get in. You know? Didn't yeah. we go to that? We went, and we, didn't yeah. get in? And didn't get in. That's the thing because people now have to wait. 24 plus hours to oh, get in on those no, popular no, days. No, 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 And they camp out and they sleep. And this whole wristband system, which is supposed to help, I don't get it. hurts. Because what it ends up doing is there's a next day line, right? You get in mm-hmm. the next day line, and then the night before the next day stuff, they start handing out wristbands. Supposedly around like 8, 8.30, depending on the day. It's different. So, for example, for the Friday night one on Thursday night, at 8.30 p.m., they're going to start handing out the wristbands. People had already been in this next day line oh for a day yeah, plus. I think Wednesday know? at 8, they let them start lining up for... Yep. Uh, and they tried to line up at like six. Yep. And they're like, nope. And then they came back at eight and let them start lining up. No. So Wednesday. they finally, so they finally start lining up. And God knows how long these people have been nearby, hovering, just waiting to you know get whatever. Right. So they get in this line. 
So then they camp out for a full day just to get the wristband, right? So you get the wristband. Once you have the wristband, and this is this, the idea of the wristband is solid, but it just doesn't work. The idea is once you have a wristband, you're guaranteed into the hall, right? I'm like burying myself alive in my head right now, just like <laughs> rather do anything than right. this. But once you have a wristband, you will get in the hall for the next day, right? You're allowed to leave. You can go and sleep or whatever, right? As long as you come back by 7.30 a.m. the next day and get, you'll go to the end of the wristband line. If you want to keep your position in line so you're closer in the hall, you can then just get in line immediately and stay there and camp out. So that's what most people do, right? But I, personally, I would just like – I thought about trying just to get a wristband sure. and then going home and coming back because I don't care where I am in the hall. It's huge and everything's on the monitors. Yeah. You've been in the hall. Like yeah. it's, it's, you can, you, you can see – there's no bad seat. Yeah. As long as you're fine with just looking up at a monitor and seeing everything – it's fine. You're in the room. Yeah. You get the experience. But aren't there people who spent their entire Comic-Con waiting in line and then Friday go, being in Hall H? Mm-hmm. And then maybe Saturday they finally got to go... Walk the floor. Yeah, try to go get some yep. of those Spider-Verse comics they never found. Exactly. Oh. You could spend your entire the only thing con I wanted to do, camped I mean, I out. <laughs> right. And my whole thing is like I like to go to panels during the day when I can, but I just mm-hmm. find myself settling for other panels that are like sort of interesting and I'm fine with that aren't quite the A-list things because I, only I can't get in the A-list for things. three things. Food, mm-hmm. yep. free liquor, mm-hmm. and water slides. There you if go. one of those is not at the end of this, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do it. I love a good line culture, but three days. It's, I do not it's love ridiculous. a line culture. It's ridiculous. It's also it's like you, you start to get older, too. Like, I mean, I know there's lots in of older line, people that are in this. <laughs> oh, that's a show. There it is. <laughs> But when you start to get older too, it's like when I was, you know, eighteen years old, like I would go to all these all day concerts and fields and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? Or like the Coachellas of the world. Now I'm just like, yeah, I'll just pick the one band I want to see and go to the club where they're playing and see them there. Right. You know, like I'm just not into that how whole thing. How long culture. Would a, does a Star Wars panel last? An hour? An hour. In that particular case. And how much would you say if you're not in that room, let's say guy A is in that room, sees everything in the panel. Guy B how long before he gets to see everything that was in that panel? Sometimes as little as a day, sometimes as much as a week. Yeah. Like online, you know, yeah. like right? the the sometimes actual day, the actual be- panels themselves, oh, they'll get posted immediately. Yeah, it's just the footage that won't. And sometimes, sometimes. the footage will get posted yeah. immediately afterwards. Or in, in like one thing that happened a lot this year was like people leaked some of the trailers. I was and yeah. people periscoping. I know. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they must be. Because they must be. I saw some things like on Twitter that were like screen caps of people of saying like no live streaming devices. So I'm sure they were looking out for it, but how many are but there? 8,000 people? You There's 6,500 people well. in there. And they, in the past, one thing I've noticed that they've done when they've been running footage, because I went to like uh, the Ballroom 20 like two years ago was like the premiere of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And like... Josh Sweden was there, and he said, like, oh, we're just going to show the whole thing. And everybody, like, freaked out, you know, because it wasn't coming out for a while. But they had people walking around with infrared goggles on or whatever Ugh. in the dark, like, watching people. Insanity. Anybody had their phone out, they're like, put your phone away. Because, like, that thing wasn't coming out for six months, and it was yeah. an entire, tr- like, yeah. pilot. They didn't want to leak that. And they didn't leak. Like, they That's really cool. pleased it. But that was in a, a room that was about half that size. Um, this is the biggest room. And if you see, like, they leaked the trailers for uh, Suicide Squad and for Deadpool. Yeah. But they're leaked from somebody's phone that was like at their hip, shooting at an angle from a screen that's far away. That's always like when part of it's cut off. Right. When people say to me like, oh, I hated San Andreas. And I'm like, yeah, well, okay. It probably isn't the best movie. When, where did you, when did you see it? They're like, oh, I watched it on my computer. And I'm like, first of all, that yeah. movie's probably never <laughs> going to be fantastic, right? It's not, yeah. not going to be cinema. But 
it's never going to be better than it is on the big, in the arc light in like auditorium three or ten whatever i know my yeah. uh it's never going to be better than it is there you want that movie's not supposed to be watched on a computer yeah. just like this brand new trailer for suicide squad is not spent to be, the most to be watched like a hip shot from somebody's like android phone right. that is not how you're supposed to consume that trailer what kills me is like the studios that were then freaking out about it, being like, "Well, we were. This is just supposed to be for the people in the room." But I'm like, "It's a fucking teaser right. trailer. Also Who gives a too. shit." Yeah, that's yeah. And then once, and then of course, like a couple days later, they like, "Oh, I guess we got to release this now in HD, so you can well, see it." Well, it's doing its exact job. Like, yeah, and like no 11 happens, million people yeah. download it and watch it there and get them excited for this thing. It's like it's free publicity. It's who cares? Did you watch the trailer for Suicide Squad? I did. The, the official one that came out. Like, I think. I when haven't. I was recording this. It was the like initial day. like hip version that someone shot, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm all right, whatever." But like I, the official one's dope. Yeah, I'm sure it yeah. is. Yeah. But just the fact that like the studio got really up in arms about it, and I'm gonna be like, "Are you really? Are you feigning this?" Because they must be. I mean, you, you have, have to, to react. Have to be, it's right? like they're the parents that have to be like, "Stop talking." You what, naughty movie, thing. what movie producer is like? Stop talking about us. Yeah. Right. Stop. Stop releasing the thing you that don't doesn't give away this. our movie, yeah. but is the marketing tool we want people to see eventually. Stop. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Please, no. And like, don't go the, in the bright patch. The opposite of that is like the the Deadpool trailer. Like they were shocked at the reception it got because it got a standing ovation. Everybody was losing their minds. They made them play it twice. They right? Yeah, they should like let's which I've heard has again. never happened before. It, it comes not like that. Sometimes like they'll show at the beginning of the panel, and mm-hmm. then when you're leaving, they'll be like, "Oh, let's just throw that up again" because yeah. people are coming and going or whatever. So I've seen that. I've seen the same trailer twice at the, the bookends of a panel, but never back to back because people were so excited about it. I think that the Deadpool movie is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be ridiculous. Be a hard R, yeah, like hard R. Yep. I have this theory that did you guys see Kingsman? Yeah, I did. Not. One of my favorite movies of the year. It was really fun. I loved it. And they made a comic book action movie for adults. Yep. And it did pretty well. And it's really, really good. That I feel like if the if I know that there's this like let's make a movie for everybody, we can make the most money. And I yeah. get that for a majority of the entertainment industry, that's what they're in this for. I'm investing in this film, not whether or not it's good, it's whether or not it's gonna make me money. Like I get that. I understand it. But when they go out on a limb and do something that is like, this is what this source material is. This is what we're going to stick with. I love when that happens because it can work. Yeah. I was just at Disneyland last week, and I was talking to my friend about how maybe Jafar, maybe, but really, like, I in, the last this 30, in the last 30 years, like, what's been the great Disney villain? Mm. And when you go back to, like, Maleficent and Snow White uh, and, and all of these old class movies like they had hardcore villains like even the, evil. The, the bear from uh fox and the hound is terrifying the stuff in fantasia that like people oh. will go with you when you take your chance to make something have an edge to it yeah if it works mm-hmm. like some of the darkest things there's stuff when you go through haunted mansion or even pirates of the caribbean there's things that are like edgy because they were like that's what they thought was entertaining in the 60s and yeah. they wanted yep. to make it that way no one's complaining it yeah. works you know what i mean so i I applaud them for making Deadpool, and I can't wait to see that they were like, this is what this comic is, so we're not going to dumb it yeah. down. Well, I think it's also like, they now they know that they can take a chance on it because the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy made a bajillion dollars. Yeah. And I know that mm-hmm. that's more popular, but no one knows that book. Right. Like, it's not a thing. It's not Spider-Man that kids just know, and like it still did great. So like, I'm sure that they had a budget that made sense mm-hmm. yeah. that's going to make it so they won't take a bath on it. They know that it's going to do 
well for what it is, but it's not going to do the numbers of their other franchise PG thirteen superhero wins. movies. Yeah. And I guarantee you that there, if you go to any screening of that and you look around, there's going to be a ton of ten year old kids in there. Yeah. Guarantee it, even though it's a hard R. Yeah. You're gonna see that. I remember I went and saw Hannibal, care. and there was kids running around. Yeah. The movie Hannibal, and I'm like, Ooh. this really what is getting his brains? Does somebody want to get these kids out of here? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I guarantee there'll guarantee be a ton you. of kids at there'll Deadpool. Be kids at that, yeah. seeing that. Thing. Yeah, and guarantee. and there will be parents that then complain. I took my kid to this movie. Of and it's course. a comic book, and they're like, did you? See, it's rated. These are the same people that thought Drive was going to be Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you're like, what? do you know who Nicholas Winding Ref is? Like Valhalla Rising. Does Albert Brooks do like fluff movies? Yeah. Have you seen the trajectory that cr- the career arc of uh, Ryan Gosling is on? Like this movie was not going to be it Fast and Furious. How was? Uh, how did your seven year old enjoy that elevator sequence? Exactly. Oh. Like, he won't. He he won't get on it. We're taking the stairs now because he's terrified. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. I'm so. But I got sorry. him a scorpion jacket. And he loves it. He always has a toothpick so in his mouth at all times. But oh, that's his hammer. Where's <laughs> racing gloves? But you know, he doesn't like elevators anymore. You're right. People will take their parents. They will their take kids their kids. kids the movie. Yeah. I gotta ask, um, and I think he's nearby. Uh, it's a big celebrity experience, Comic Con, to get mm-hmm. a lot of the A-listing stars. I don't know if Mark Wahlberg has ever been to the con, but I've got to assume that he has. I would think so. He's done a lot of big projects. Yeah. You guys mind if I get in on this? Or oh, what? my God. Oh, my God. Mark. How are you guys doing? You doing good? good? Yeah, we're doing, doing great, pretty man. great. That's awesome. Now, what were you asking me? Uh, Comic-Con. Here's the deal. Okay. I'm not lazy. Oh, no. Okay? Beetlejuice is lazy. <laughs> it takes three times to say his name before he shows up. You said my name one time and I was here. And you're here. It's very yeah. respectful. That's because yeah. I can run good. <laughs> And it matters. I immediately have a crush on you, just so you know, Mr. Hey, Wahlberg. Consider and- yourself an American. Oh. <laughs> and I gotta you. say, I enjoy your aqua hydrate water. It's so good, right? It's really good. That's awesome. I, and we bottle it so you can take it places. Yeah, it's that's, phenomenal. That's the thing that really takes it to the next level of water. Yeah, because a lot of people go into their house and they're like, "Can I get a cup of water?" Open fist. Where are you going with that? Yeah. You can't run with that. No. You can run with my water. That's right, you can. It's got a lid. Oh, it's, it's good. It's good water. It's, right, what were you asking me about Comic Con? Comic Con. Have you you've, have you been to this? I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Oh, you've all been the there. time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you enjoy it? Two Guns. That was a comic book movie. It was. Uh, and then I went. Uh, we tried to do an Entourage panel this year. Did, How'd that didn't go? Pan out. Was it Turtle? Was Turtle one fucking it up? Mm-mm. Adrian Grenadine Water or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was like, "Oh, I can't do it." I'm like, what are you talking? He's like, I gotta iron my t-shirts. And I, first of all, I respect that. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, you gotta You're take opportunities well where they come, dude. Because outside of Entourage and one documentary, it's it's not happening for you. Wow. So I just went anyway and told people to go see Ted Two, and everybody honestly looked me in the face and was like, already seen it. And I'm like, I know. <gasps> wow. Yeah, you got it. It's fucking Ted Two, dude. Yeah. I did. I saw Ted Two. It's good, right? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, you had a good time. I did. I did. I gotta say this about Seth MacFarlane movies, and I think he's very brilliant. Okay. Two hour running times. It could be a little shorter. He could he could get oh. to it a little bit. Do you, you really you feel that be... way? He can do whatever he wants when I'm not in it. Right. But my motto when I'm making a movie, you're going to want to get more on me. That's right. true. That's I true. agree with that and motto. And no one disagrees with that, especially no. when you go see it. Look at Truth About Charlie, Pain and Gain, Collateral. No, not what was the one where I did? Uh, Contraband. Contraband, yeah. Collateral I turned down. Right. Yeah. When Why you're on top you? of the world, uh, yeah, you can make choices. Like, do you want to work with Jamie Foxx? I'm like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> Wow. And I got to ask you, our, I saw The Corrupter the night it opened. Okay. Way back when. Um, Chow Young Fat, you ever going to work with him again? I'm not personally a fan. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Uh, I went and saw the Hidden Dragon movie. No dragon. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't but a dragon. But it was hidden. Film. Not for me. I should be able to find it. I, the whole time, I felt like I was reading a highlights magazine, Just trying, trying to, to screw find the your dragon. Eyes up and make yeah. It pop out. I'm like, is this like a magic painting on film? <laughs> so I never saw it. So I've kind of held that against him until he forgives, like, or asks for forgiveness. I'm not going to do a movie. And his him. last name is Fat. You, I try not to hold it against him, but literally, I was like, dude. You can change that when you're tell famous. You, if you got fat, lose it. Lose it. Yeah. 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 I yeah. really agree with that. Yeah. I like the young part, though, because I'm like 27. Yeah, why couldn't he just stop at young? I would if I were him. Me too. I would. So, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know if that'll happen. I mean, if he writes a good script and Seth MacFarlane wants to do it, I'm in. All right. Yeah, yeah that's a hard bargain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, since you're here, this is for, I do a question segment later in the show, but I, it very pertains to you, so I feel like I should do it for you. Let's do oh, it. Yeah. Let's, do it here. Let's do it. Let's do it. So one of the things I love is when you come on Doug Loves Movies and you do lines. Which sure. is so cool. You're so down to earth. You know what? I'm usually helping Donnie with something in the neighborhood. Yeah. And if Doug's got a show, I'll stop by and make it better. Right. That's yeah. great. And it's good that somebody helps Donnie after Dreamcatcher. I think he needs. Oh, I mean, after everything. Right. True Bloods. New Kids. <sighs> Why? Do we have to talk I about I told that? him, I'm like, dude, you don't have to get on a boat with all these 40-year-old women and pretend to sing. Yeah. And he's like, I like it. <laughs> Which I can't. I'm like, fine, do something for yourself. Everybody has to do that. That's why I work out. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Well, that's a gift for all of us. It's true. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. This is doing lines for Mark. Okay. So I'm going to give you 10 lines that you spoke in one of your films. All right. And you just tell me what movie it's from. Okay. Full disclosure. You've done a lot of films. And usually I just move my mouth and somebody else like loops it in. (laughs) Right. So, but let's go for it. I get that. Well, some of these I think you'll remember. Okay, let's do uh, it. All right, number one, and I feel like you'll get this one. All right, Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna, Amber, Serena, Melody, Dakota, Ted. Sierra, Bambi. Yeah, there you go. I don't even have to do the whole thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, how did you do that? Was it a, a fun experience to list all those names off, memorize them? Just move my mouth. Like put them in later. Put in post. Yeah. Do you do the recording for your voice? Actually, I'm later? just joking. I listed the names of girls who had hit on me that day. Wow. Nice. Yeah. It's got to be so What did you ask me? I'm sorry. I just, I can't even make eye contact with you. Uh, it's a lot. I just asked who usually does your voice. Or is it you reading your lines later? No, yeah. They'll have me do it later. Oh, like, I'll cool. go. And then if I read something, I don't remember it. Yeah. In <laughs> and out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number two, plastic. I'm talking to a plastic plant. I'm still doing it. It's easy. It's one of the greatest movies ever made, The Happening. It is. Yeah. It is. M. Night. What was it like working with M. Night? He wasn't around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he would just like, we would get a little packet of like things we were supposed to do. And then he would just be like, can the you? script. Yeah. And then he'd be like, can you guys just walk, walk through this field and then I'll get it. So it's just basically me like fucking with Doey for two hours. Right. That's yeah. why it feels so real, I guess. Yeah. But that is my nickname for her, by the way. Doey. Yeah. It's not very nice. Doey Zeschanel. <laughs> she kind of looks like that. Doey? Like a, like a fawn. Oh, you know I'm reading I mean? it D O U G H. Oh no, she, no, she keeps that on lock. That's yeah, one of the things yeah, I like. She's about tight. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, my theory on feds is that they're like mushrooms. Feed them shit and keep them in the dark. The Departed. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn right. Yeah, dude. That's, That's a good film. Yeah. How was it filming in Boston? Oh, it's so easy. Yeah. Literally, I was like, "Can we just shoot this like a documentary? <laughs> Come to my house, and when I get up, you'll. I trust me, you'll get it. Like yeah. you'll get what you need. Just let me argue with people." Pretend to be a cop. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. So, yeah, that was an easy shoot. I loved it. You made it look good. And I'm like one of the only people, spoiler alert, who survived that movie. That's right. Oh, oh but in the movie life, not in real life. All of it. Both. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In my, like, personally for me, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you guys this little scoop here. Oh. Lone Survivor, mm-hmm. I feel like was just based off my own life experiences. 
Wow. Not so much the in like timeline is a little yeah, not so screwy. much like fighting in a horrible yeah. country, but fighting in this country and being sure. the only one who makes it and being Donnie's big brother. Mm-hmm. That's right. Someone's got to save Donnie. As we've always said. Number four, after being hit in the face with a rubber ball, awesome. Can we do the ball thing every day? Oh, what's this? this. Can a little indie film? David O. Russell directed it. Oh, this is obvious. Yeah. Uh, I Heart Huckabees. There it is. Yeah, dude. There it is. That's, a, uh, That's in the trailer. Yeah. It's a funny, funny movie. I think he really uh, brought a lot of humor to that to that role. A lot of people didn't know at that point that you You can say whatever you want about me. It's probably all going to be good. Yeah. But I, I'm good at picking movies. Yeah. It's right? true. It's true. Your filmography is pretty sweet. You start out with Renaissance Man? Yeah. Take that all the way to Ted 2? Who'd have thought? That's right. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Number five. What are you doing running in here like a silverback fucking gorilla? Oh, man. Is that the other guys? Nope. Oh, that would be good, though. Yeah, I feel like I would yell that at Will Ferrell. You would. Uh, it's, uh, it's a boxing film. Oh. Ooh, I don't... Okay, unofficially, I box people in every movie I've ever done, but I feel like this one's the fighter. It is the fighter. Okay. Right. Is there just cut scenes of you boxing and everything that, that for some reason don't make him into the... Yeah, John C. Riley and I, we would, we would do three rounds against his will. At the beginning every day of Boogie Nights. God damn it. That would have really enhanced that film. I know. I think. That's what I was talking to Burt Reynolds about when I'm like, I'm ready to go, Jack. I was talking about, about boxing. Fisticuffs. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But it works for porn, too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Number six, it could have all been different, Mr. Walker. You should have let nature take its course, but in the end, it will anyway. So let me in the fucking house. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great film. Well... <laughs> Here's the deal about fear. As halfway through that movie, I really had a crush on Reese. Yeah. And I was supposed to go in the house in that scene for the shoot. And Reese was like, I don't know if I can handle it because I'm, I'm going to be more into you than you are into me. And they just, like I said, they just caught it. <laughs> yeah. And the fucking dude from CSI was like, you can't come in this house. Right. I'm like, you don't know me, William Peterson. It's a long story. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Number seven. You give us the tapes, we get the record contract. We come back and give you your fucking money. Have you heard the tapes? Have you heard them? We're guaranteed a record deal. Our stuff is that good. Yeah, it's because Boogie Nights is that good. That's right. Yeah. I think your best work. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. I agree. I, really I love agree. that scene where I'm just yelling at that guy. Yeah. I'm like, what don't you get about this? I give you the... You give me the tapes, I get the record deal, I give you the money. It's Which a, made perfect sense to me. It did. Yeah. It, it makes good and sense to I, everyone. I, I bought that soundtrack and I listened to the touch a lot. You got the touch. So I fucking I knew it. Yeah. Right? I like this game. <laughs> uh, number eight. Walter, just stand outside so Chief can translate my Iraqi ass map, okay? Is that the other guys? <laughs> no. Nope. It's another David O. Russell film. Royalty. Ooh. One of your Clooney collaborations. We, oh, is this uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Three King Time. Yeah. Yeah. Original title. Three King Time? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they made a good call or not. I kind of like right? time on it. Yeah. yeah. 3KT? Yeah. You got to have shirts yeah. made? Yeah. Clock. yeah. <laughs> Number nine. Hey, you promised me a shitload of fish. Got to go the other guys. <laughs> Still not the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, another Clooney collaboration. Uh, as boat involved. The weather's bad. Oh. Like... Right. On point. The almost perfect storm. Yeah. Original title? 
That's just what I call them. Oh, I heard yeah. a rumor that the weather. Did you guys was, see my beard in that? Yeah, it was pretty mighty. Wow. Fucking flawless. I had no idea you could do that. Yeah. I heard my a rumor God. that the weather was really good and you you created it like on set to make it seem like a storm. I feel like if I do get worked up enough, mm-hmm. yeah, like a storm will roll through. I feel that too. even if it's just your life. No, just being next to you. Yeah, the weather is changing. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like barometric. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know the 10, word barometric. And I promise you, this is not the other guys. After you fired an alien gun. I think you should Oh, man. I'm so going to patent this shit. Transformers 4? Yeah. Yeah, Age of Extinction. Age of Extinction. I can... Another sentence that will never apply to me. (laughs) No. You forever. Mm -hmm. What was it like working with Prime? That dude didn't say shit to me on set. And neither does the bear. They must do what I do in post, where you just kind of move your mouth and then they do it later. Yeah. Uh, But it was pretty good. That guy's huge. And then there was like a dinosaur that that. got ridden, like a metal one, Mm -hmm. which I didn't even know that's what they were made out of. But I mean, my rule is this. If Michael Bay says it, that's the way it is. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You guys bros outside of filmmaking? Oh, yeah. Sometimes we'll just like drive out to Barstow and blow shit up. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That feels about right. (laughs) We can get the permits. It's not a problem. I'm going to go back to working out if that's cool with you guys. Thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate it. I want to come by again, you know, when Cole isn't here. Hey. Yeah. I'll make that happen. Okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Mark. Right. Appreciate it, man. Oh, my hey, Dan. God. Yeah, how's the restroom? It was, it was good. It was good. You guys have, uh, is everything okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was fine. Everything's it was fine. more than okay. It was really good. I need Me to. too. That was a long time in the restroom. I'm it feeling was. much better. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you just have to do that. Mm-hmm. All oh, that yeah. brand. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, almost, you. you can only eat so many Cinnabons. <laughs> How many? 16. Before it comes yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, they will. Yeah. You can't just keep it forever. Cinnabons are always... Anyone standing in line at a Cinnabon oh. is having a bad day. And it's about to or, get worse. Yes, or they're going to... Like, I want to go up to those people and just be like, don't, don't do it. This will feel good for five seconds. Lie to them and say, can I have a taste? And the taste that they give you is the size of a normal Cinnabon Portion of anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's you, two things. You, Either they're having a bad day. Right. Or it's the only thing they can eat at the airport terminal before they get on their... Would flight. you do that to yourself? <laughs> no. No. I mean, I don't even want to know, like, the breakdown, but I kind it's of... It's got to be, like, 2,800 calories, right? It has right? to be. Yes. And I, then they take their finger in the box. And, ugh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Dig the rest of it. <laughs> don't right get me wrong. Solid food, but not one person... No, like, it's, it is it's tasty. A for a I'm not group. saying it. Yes, right. But also, it's not made of the good things, so you will feel no. bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone at Cinnabon, our hearts. And I'm sure you're making prayers tasty are food, with you. But tell us, we'll be like, hey, is this for you and a friend? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just or where's your friend? We can't or, give this to you until yeah, your buddy. Shows like Comic Con, <laughs> make friends with these people in line. You guys can <laughs> oh, split one. There yeah, you go. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Carve it up. Line culture. <laughs> <laughs> so now that Mark has come and gone, uh, you've. Uh, Carved out quite a nice uh, little niche doing Mark uh, in quite a few projects in Douglas movies and now the Wahlberg Solution. Yeah. How did the Wahlberg Solution come around? So uh, I pitched it. It's fun. I love doing. I love doing Mark, and it's it's such a fun character. He can kind. Of, I always tell people that character boils down to two things. It's um, whatever it is, he's winning, mm-hmm. and you're lucky he's here. Yep. Like the, everything is out of like those yeah. two attitudes That's and you just kind of like go from there. So I love getting to do it and it's allowed me to even do like so many of my other characters because as we all know in the comedy world, like kind of once you've met somebody and then, or seen them perform or had them on a show, then you're like, Oh, I'll just have them come back yeah. and do whatever, you know? So I love getting to do it, but I pitched that character, uh, 
that the idea of that show to Andy Wood for the Bridgetown Comedy Festival because I, we had done a few stuff together and, and just been uh, like each other's shows and he said, oh man, I love doing that. Like, do you do a show with that? And I said, well, I've actually had an idea that I've wanted to do at festivals because as you know, uh, running festivals, you can kind of mix them up sometimes by putting in like a character show and yep. they're fun for people to do and there's something like a little bit different and they're fun for audiences because it, correct me if I'm wrong because you definitely know better than me, but you... When you're putting a festival together, you kind of want a different palette taste yeah. for people to like yeah, come check you out. You don't want to just do like here's another stand up show, here's but this time s- we're calling it so and so and right. friends and right. you know well, whatever. It's a great way to use the pool of people that's yeah. there and let yeah. people see them in a different light. And totally. you either have to dedicate an entire show for sketch groups or hopefully find a sketch group that you trust can like not uh, shift the entire energy of a stand-up show by doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, I would love for you guys to do that sketch in this stand-up show. So I've done enough. Uh, shows around town and around the country of of doing characters that don't derail a comedy show that uh, Andy and I just got to talking about it. And I said, I've wanted to do this show for a a long time that's essentially politically incorrect if Mark Wahlberg hosted it. Mm -hmm. And we take real current topics and news events and get four other people to do their celebrity characters and we just record it. And Earwolf said, we'd love to drop it for you. And then we kind of had this live show and it, it went great at Bridgetown. But to be honest... When they gave me Baron Vaughn, Melissa Villasenor, Emily Maya Mills, and Matt Bronger, there's no yeah. You could be like, yeah, hey, we're gonna make a cake with these people, and that would be a fabulous show. Actually, not a bad pitch for a show. Let's make a cake. Let's Let's make make a cake. cake. (laughs) (laughs) Just watching four comedians on stage try to make Make a cake cake. would be hilarious. I would watch. Yeah. 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 Uh, So it it went really, really well, and the audience loved it because everybody's in character the whole time. and then the podcast audience uh, really enjoyed it as well because they, it kind of gets to live in the theater of the mind. And then we just started doing it every other month at UCB. And, and hopefully I get to do it more. I love it because it's, it's just a fun little show that allows people to come on and be goofy in another way and for audiences to kind of see these people do something else as and well. And it's a great like safe structure to mix sketch and improv of just like, well, you know, yeah. you've got the character from the gate, so right. you have to be really comfortable in that. Yeah. And then yeah. the points come up and i let people know like a day ahead of time just what the topics are going to be everything else is completely made up but you kind of you have that you can learn yeah because you know when you're 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 hosting a show or doing a panel or something like that you kind of have to be ready to move on to the next thing yeah so we can do that on that show as well so it's it's really fun and then that that has allowed me to do a lot of my other characters as well and we'll probably do some where i do like special guest hosts like uh the Wahlberg solution hosted by steven seagal or the Mm. Wahlberg solution hosted by some of my original characters that I yeah. do. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's cool, mm-hmm. and it's really great. It lends itself very well to audio for a podcast, too, because yeah. like these people don't often look like the celebrities. Right, right. Or I'm sure the, uh, they do their best approximations, but, yeah. you know. That's what's fun about the live, too, is I tell people going into it, uh, full regalia. That's what I always say. I'm like, full regalia mm-hmm. for, the, for the audience. Like, yeah. bring it for them, too. I don't even care if it's just, like, Jay Moore, he did the show and did a phenomenal Harvey Keitel, as most of his impressions are great. And he just kind of wore this, like, 1970s era leather jacket. And it was all, that was it. I mean, yeah. that was for, for doing, like, Harvey Keitel. And then he yeah. just kept saying, say the words. I'm going to uh. be okay. <laughs> like, oh, that's perfect. Oh, my so, God. That's amazing. Yeah, it works, on, it works on both levels. And it's really, really fun. I love, I love getting to do it. So. And you, you do Wahlberg a ton now in Douglas movies. I feel like it was initially just kind of a thing you did a little bit. But yeah. Now, like, you're kind of a, a fan favorite. And uh, tour around with that a bit, too, when Doug goes on the road. Yeah, we'll do it, like, 
maybe three or four times a year. I feel like we did it three or four times at the end of last year. Like we did it a lot. Um, but we're, we're doing it like three or four times this year. And then if I'm in town, we do that fun little doing lines with Mark thing. Right. And, yeah. and he'll be like, if I, sometimes I have a show already at UCB that night or, or I'm already in that neighborhood going to be anyway for something. And he'll be like, hey, man, do you want to drop by and just do a line really quick? And it's really, really fun because I get to come in, goof around for five minutes uh, sometimes meet people that I would never get to meet because he has such great guests yeah. on his shows, like yeah. you guys do today. Uh, <laughs> Pleasure and, is ours. <laughs> um, so it's really, really fun. And as you guys know, like anybody gives you the opportunity to come goof, like we all got into Especially this to like goof when they around. Do the work afterwards, like you get to come and be a goober, and then something really great comes out of it that you sure. didn't have to work. Yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, That's yeah, funny. you're like, oh, you set all this. Up. Yeah. You set the table. You just want me to eat dessert. Yeah. Like, I don't I'm mind in. if I do. Cinnabon yeah. yeah. for one. <laughs> so. So yeah, I, I, I love getting to do it, and it's it's fun. And his 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 fans have been great to me, and it's led into like other things. And I, we've done Steven Seagal on his show as well, yeah. a couple times, and people have really dug. He's that. done a couple just like characters only episodes that are mm-hmm. like you know, PFT will come on and do yeah. Werner Herzog or Cake Boss or whatever, and yeah. Lloyd Webber, and um, it's interesting. It's really 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 funny. Yeah, we did one right around christmas time it was i think like the eight guests of christmas and it was uh paul tompkins james adoni and myself all doing multiple characters you Amazing. know on three mics and it was so much fun i mean i've talked to people after live shows with doug where they're like was that just the three like how did you guys work that out and it is crazy when you're going into like two or three different characters holding a conversation yeah. like by yourself and then remembering which one trying of the to characters loop back in with different opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that, that's fun yeah. yeah you feel like you're uh, not that I'm good at it, but comedically figure skating. Like yeah. you're out there yeah. just kind of like keep it all. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's like it's probably my favorite podcast. The one I listen to the most outside of, I don't know, whatever it was like straight episodes of other things, but I just love it to death. And like, <laughs> and I talk to Sam about it sometimes Levine. Yeah. He's on there a lot. And like, he has the similar like frustrations that I get occasionally with it, which is like when you have, a uh, Burt Kreischer on or like a TJ or a Pete that like derail it so much that they mm-hmm. never get to the games mm-hmm. or the games are so truncated. I'm like, get yeah. to the games. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Doug feels like that sometimes. Yeah. You hear Doug getting a little frustrated mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And Sam has been on some of those shows where it's like him and two of those guys that will want to derail it. You can just hear Sam losing his fucking mind yeah. as it goes on. Yeah. That's the thing too. It's like, you know, I'm doing a, a, a complete characterization of Mark Wahlberg so that, James Adomian, who uh, has just been phenomenal to me and put me on like some of his shows and stuff like that, like we've talked about how we're essentially doing such a far characterization, it's not even that person. Like if I met yeah. Mark Wahlberg, I would be like, hey, I hope you understand. I'm doing a character with the same name who sounds like you, and that's where it stops. Right. You know, I mean, maybe there's some of it in there, and he would know better than me, but yeah. I don't know. Like. Donnie's doing fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in my world, like yeah. Donnie needs help. Donnie yeah. like lives above the garage. Like, it, but that's all fake. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. But what I was going to say is, so when I'm doing that show, there are plenty of times like playing games. And I don't know if this ever comes across where I love movies so much. I'm straight playing this game. Oh yeah. Totally. And sometimes like my thought of, of a movie or something that I saw is exactly what I think of it, but I'm doing it through, through that character and i think sometimes when you're doing characters no matter what it is the the most of yourself that can come across as like at least the way that you feel or like your point of view just makes that character even more 
deep. Like, don't get into like, what would this be like? No, yeah. this is what I think, but I'll set it up in a way that's well because you're like not fun. making fun of the character, and I think yeah. that's yeah. when people really latch on is when it feels like the the person is a person, not like yeah. a pointing and laughing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're like, they are totally on their own side right now. Like, yeah, they and that's, believe what they're saying. Since the days of doing uh, Coach Crandall in high school. Uh, that is, and I mean sexually. <laughs> no, but doing his doing his voice, doing a personal. I've never, like, if anybody's ever said to me, like, "Hey, man, that hurts my feelings," I'd be like, "All right, I'm done." Yeah. Yeah, I've I said this. Uh, uh, I did our, our friends' podcast who charted, and I said the same thing. I said, if Mark Wahlberg ever like reached out, I was like, "Dude, uh, it." I, mean, I don't know why you would do this, but like that bothers me. It hurts my feelings that you do that. I'd probably never do it again. Oh, because there's no like who wants anybody to feel bad. Yeah, yeah. But I don't do things that like look look at how dumb I like. Right. I don't do anything. Yeah, I'll make jokes where it's like I'll say a word wrong or whatever. Yeah. But that's just fun. Yeah, you know. So yeah. And also, know. if that happened, that means he would have your phone number. He's giving you a call, <laughs> and you guys are about to be best friends. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I'm a fan. That'd be great. Look under your bed, Dan Van Kirk. <laughs> oh no, I'm right here, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that show, I love that show so much. I'm trying to force gut my way onto it at some point. Yeah, like, I, I always play along, and I, I I'm like, I was like ah, negative one. Negative you haven't one, done negative. the show? No, I haven't done it yet. Oh, I bet but, that I bet that'll change. Hopefully, at some point. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it to death, but it's it's always hard. Like the tricky thing about that when they start to go in the negatives is like it's based. It's not based on actual credit right. it's based on how leonard malton lists them mm-hmm. so it's so tricky yeah because like the other day there was that homeward bound one that you couldn't remember the incredible journey part of it yeah, right I know. but i was thinking in my mind i was like i i would have gone like negative one on it but at the same time i was like i don't know if they if he lists sally field or michael j fox has first. leonard malton done it yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Quite a yeah. few times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he always loses. He's oh. not good at it. <laughs> it's really funny. That's amazing. Yeah. You can never remember it. <laughs> I'm always like, if I ever picked a category, it'd be like the one that like I can think of three examples of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Because like, when if it's like, oh, it's a movie where someone gets eaten on a toilet. It's like, oh, well, Jurassic Park, the lawyer gets right. eaten. Like, like, yeah. I can think of specific oh, things like that. But yeah. sometimes it's like... I can't think of a single thing where someone dies. You know, someone does marijuana on a cliffside. The best ones are that within the category, it informs you something about that movie of like something that happens to it or something that comes out. Yeah, that's usually the ones that I can get because. But like when they're like, "It's this person's birthday," I'm like, "I don't, I wouldn't know anything. I don't know anything about this." You know, (laughs) right? Yeah, I love. I love clues end up being like uh, Leonard says it's delightful. And it's <laughs> full of actors. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, like uh, 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 Valentine's actors, Day. Okay. We said delightful. He said delightful. <laughs> New Year's Eve. <laughs> no, delightful. Yeah, those are the hardest parts of it, <laughs> for sure. Uh, well, let's do firsts. We Great. do this every podcast. A different first from life. Actually, I don't even know which one of these we should do. I wrote two. Which one do you like, Vanessa? I like the first one. All right, we'll do that one. Uh, since we're just after the Fourth of July, sure. Uh, what was the first time you can remember either lighting off fireworks yourself or going to a giant display of them if you've never done it personally? Um, I mean, I have so many memories of my hometown of Rochelle, Illinois, like uh, going to like Cooper Park and watching them. But like, I guess I remember there's two fireworks memories I have that are <laughs> will never leave. One is being a kid. Remember when you used to be able to like get down on cement on your knees? Yep. yep, and it didn't even didn't even bump. <laughs> you were. Yeah. This was like any other yeah. surface. I'm yeah. on cement on my knees, uh, and we would like be able to light the those snakes. 
Oh yeah. The the saddest. <sighs> the fact that that's in the category of firework. Yep. But it's exactly for the person that can get down on cement on their knees. <laughs> Wee! This is amazing. A, a thing is extending. A thing is fizzling. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like nothing is coming of this, and then you step on it. There's like black smut. Yeah, look at all this soot. Be all over oh, you. Yeah. terrific! Yeah. America. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna play with this in my hands and look like Bert from Mary Poppins. Like this. <laughs> this no, there's like who? And who's the guy who's like? We're gonna, we're gonna market this. No, they're like okay. That we guy's got all this genius. leftover shit. Yeah, uh, looks like a bunch of snakes. Set that on fire. That moves around. We're just calling snakes. Like, kind of no, wiggles and it then looks fizzles. Like the ground's pooping. That's what it looks like. Uh, it's the gateway firework. It, it is makes, the gateway it firework. kids think, oh, yeah. I'm invincible. That and poppers yeah. are like... That's what I was just saying. Yeah. Another yeah. one is... Um, so my family has this little shack of a lake house. It's not even on, it's not even on so the So you're lake. rich. I know. That's what I, I always say it that way because we're not at all. Um, but we, we found... It's this, a shed. There were murders there. Yeah, but yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, since we bought it. Um, <laughs> but it's a great, great little place. My entire childhood's up there. It's like an hour north of Madison, Wisconsin. And um, every Saturday we go to the Princeton Flea Market and we would buy... This is the other thing too. Like, at least I don't... I can speak only to this one. If you have the money in your hand, they'll sell it to you at a flea market. Oh, yeah. They don't even look at the size of the hand giving it to them. Like, my, my brother and my cousins bought, like, knives once. I bought, like, nunchucks. They just want to unload stuff. Yes. doesn't matter. It does not matter. How um, old the And we would buy these is. little poppers and then just spend the rest of the weekend, like, throwing them at feet. each other. Yeah. Oh, man. Which, if you are really trying to do... You're wearing like a sweatshirt or something like that. They usually don't pop no. on fabrics. No. You're just throwing them by each other's feet and then pretending you're scared of it. Ah, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember one time we we were lighting off uh, again up at the cabin, like lighting off bottle rockets. And me, I'm the oldest of all the cousins, and we're all just like standing around. This is my other like one of earlier first firework memories. Maybe like nine or ten, <laughs> eh, maybe twelve, because Kenny, my cousin Kenny, was probably like nine. Um, I shoot. One off, it goes up, a lot of foliage, mm-hmm. so it hits. Oh. It hits like a like a a big like branch of like a pine tree hits, which directs it straight back down. Ah. It, it lands on Kenny's head and blows up. <laughs> it didn't hurt him or anything. Uh-huh. And Kenny just looks at me and goes, "I'm done," <laughs> and leaves and walks back into the cabin. Yeah, yeah, that'll do my, it. Those are my, my like first Kenny. fireworks oh memories. Oh my god! Yeah. How about you, Vanessa? Do you? What was well, yours? my family's all from Tennessee and. Fireworks are legal there. My mm-hmm. grandfather had like a stockpile of like they're black legal cats, there. All the thing. Yeah. Do you ever wonder this? Like some states are like we do not trust our people, but then like if you want to go an hour over, they, they trust, trust you, you guys. Like what is Load that? Up. Yeah. It's very weird. Like if you happen to have lived in this state, they think you, you can have a, handle have a, a Roman candle. Yeah. That's the great thing about America. Yeah. It is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it? Um, so I have a lot of memories, and it is all like on the asphalt of his driveway of my cousins and I like chucking those little things at each other and lighting stuff and my grandfather just having the most fun like putting on these amateur Mm -hmm. fireworks displays but my worst fireworks memory is in West Virginia and I was (laughs) I mean I think this is how many worst fireworks memory starts West Virginia um I was like 19 with my boyfriend and we were camping and he was like really outdoorsy and I was like "Mm, you're really outdoorsy yeah I like the outdoors but I'd prefer a little more boundaries at night mm-hmm. than the tent provided. But he brought a shitload of fireworks and it was going to be like really fun. Is it just the two of you? Yeah. 
No. Fireworks for two. No. Usually not no. how it goes. Not good. <laughs> There's well, not like a romantic package that's sold that way. Yeah. Fireworks for two. I don't, in West Virginia, maybe there is. Maybe I there mean, is. I feel like we just gotten back from the place where you can get like everything dogs for one dollar. Sure. And loaded. Sure. So it was already a romantic weekend. Um, but he got a Roman candle out. And I was trying to be so cool and free-spirited because that's what I like to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little bit like that. But yeah. I'm also very scared of pyrotechnics and i was like i don't know about these we could do the poppers or the sparklers but like poppers but he went for a roman candle and he didn't go far enough away from me and i got a huge burn on my foot Wait, he shot it towards you? you i don't know what like in the memory it's just like dark in the forest i'm like i don't know about this and then <laughs> And my foot's burned. How and long I'm have you guys in a musty camper? How long have you guys been married? Uh, nine years. Really great. Everything's awesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but the camper was so musty. Ugh. It was like a bad experience. Yeah, top like everything's to bottom. Damp. Yeah, I don't think I. I haven't set off a firework since then. Really? Not interested. I feel like you reached the pinnacle. Why yeah, if you, you get burned by one and you're okay, yeah. get out of the game because yeah. it's not going to end well next time. That's yeah, nice. while you're ahead. Mm-hmm. What about you, man? Good. I know it's I definitely like when I was a kid in Michigan we definitely at some points like bought little baskets of fireworks but it was all things like snakes and sparklers and yeah. nothing that did anything really yeah. to be afraid of I was still afraid of it you know what I mean I was still like the I don't know my fingers are going to get blown off that's a thing that happens but that didn't happen <laughs> the biggest display thing I can remember is I remember seeing Back to the Future in the theater and then afterwards seeing this giant fireworks display while sitting in the parking lot at Meyer in Okemos, Michigan. That's pretty yeah. dreamy. And there was like this like up on the hill there's this giant red barn that's like a store, but it's like kind of famous off uh, Lansing or Okemos. I think it's still there. I don't know. Um, and just seeing this g- giant display behind this red barn, it felt like super that is, like, like so nostalgic. Yeah, yeah, like all these things. After Back to the Future. Yeah, after Ooh. Back to the Future. So I, I re- recall that very, very vividly. My yeah. high school, we do a thing with fireworks. Uh, so in like the seventies, uh, a group of like football players got in a car accident and passed away, and their families erected this like victory bell. And the tradition is is that after the Rochelle football team this has been going on for 35 years or so now uh after the rochelle football team wins a game they run to the bell and ring it and if it's away game when they finally get back to the football stadium to drop off all their stuff they run and directly from the bus like midnight whatever time it is ring the bell again so my senior year uh i pitched this idea of like hey what if we did fireworks and so now it's one of the like it's like Rockwell, Norman Rockwellian. It is like the football team wins. They start playing Be True to Your School by the Beach Boys over the loudspeaker. Oh Everyone's God. running to the victory bell as <gasps> fireworks go uh, off in the background. Wow. Malteds are being passed out with two straws. <laughs> People, couples in throw blankets are cuddled up Red together. Redheads with freckles. Yeah. There's a three-legged around. race yeah. happening yes. for some reason. Yes, your uncle's wearing his veteran's cap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, a ruddy-in-the-face doctor yeah. gives you a happy I checkup. always say this, too, about fireworks. Mm-hmm. This is a caution for everyone. When you put it... You know the tube ones? Where it's like, mm-hmm. boom, and it goes off? Yeah. When it doesn't go off, guys... And I tweeted this on the 4th of July. Looking down the tube will not fix it. Oh. <laughs> your, your eye, like, seeing what is happening, will not fix whatever is wrong. <laughs> Even if you could fix it, which you probably can't, because it's something in the fusing wrong. Right. But looking down the tube never so solves anything. You talking about but why do people do it? You can't. 
What if you look down there? If you look down there and be like, "Yep, it's still not going off," or what if it decides then to go off? Like you can never solve anything by looking down the. This Fourth of July, I thought there was a lot because there's always every you'll read online about like this kid did something fucking stupid. Gaston, Gaston from Disney. That kid decided like hit hit like and that's what those were. Blew him up. Yeah, blew him up. There's nothing left of him, I guess. Because it was an explosive. Yeah, exactly. But not just that. Two. Two NFL players, yeah, in the midst of contract negotiations, yeah. blew fingers off. C.J. Wilson uh, from Tampa Bay and, and Jason Pierre-Paul, Pierre yeah, the New York People Times. People think they're invincible and that stuff's funny. You know what? Whenever I hear those stories, the saddest part is thinking of the friends around them that are kind of like egging them on, and they have to live with or forever. or being like, "Dude, don't." What about that guy? <sighs> Dude, don't. Come on, stop, man. Well, at least he was saying that. Like, at yeah, least but, he can cling to that. Oh, I know, but... Yeah, no, but it's like, not okay. The Gaston uh, kid... I mean, you see it happen. Ah! The Gaston kid, like, I just thought about that. I was like, it's tragic, and it's terrible. His brother was there. Yeah, and oh, he was like 22 or whatever. Oh, my but God. if you're the parents of that kid, not only have you lost your son, who, you know, is 22 and is supposed to be very kind-hearted yeah. and sweet, yeah, yeah, like a really yeah, nice yeah. guy... Yeah. He died in like a Darwin Awards terrible fucking well, was, way, yeah. and so now you sad. have to go through that whole thing of like. But that's the you go to you. You're, I, I don't know if you guys have ever been in one of these. Not to get dark, but like you're at a funeral where you're mad at the person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You're like, like God damn it, man! It's not like they died in a terrible car accident or right. were sick or something like that. Like he died doing something really you hope, and dumb. you hope that he loved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just it's just terrible. Yeah, love it's a terrible tragedy because it's embarrassing for your family too. Yeah. You know, it's well, just and people are so mean. I couldn't believe the day after it happened, the amount of people posting that story about a person that died. Yeah, yeah. A that's the thing too. Yeah, 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 that are saying nasty things like how dumb this guy is. Really, like obviously don't make he made a dumb mistake but like somebody is dead yeah what we are so desensitized that we can jump right to like darwin award no it's a person that died (laughs) yeah and one of the parents of course that there's made a statement about like how oh they want to like campaign for like more safety regulations and things like that it's just like no like campaign for smarter every single firework has a thing on the side that says don't be a fucking idiot like these are dangerous they're explosives and he put it on his head and you know there's people are saying that like he didn't think it was lit and he was goofing around or whatever I don't know yeah but still like because we all have friends that could be like well I'm gonna shoot this off my head and like no no yeah Yeah. I would say this too and I understand those people feeling like you know wishing there could be regular I understand that feeling but I always say you can't put a guardrail on every cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's do, true. I mean, you can fight for that if you want, but like, there's it's always going to be something out there. Mm-hmm. Just try to be like, yeah, maybe, should I do this? Should I do that? No. And be around people that are like, no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You could, I mean, the thing is, you put a guardrail on every cliff, people will get hurt on the guardrail. <laughs> right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe like, we've got to get better guardrails. Guardrail. Who put this guardrail? Right. Yeah. They're starting it's a always, guardrail commission. People will find a way. Yeah. yeah. Like a Jurassic Park where they say, like, nature finds a way. <laughs> people will find a way. Stupidity. Yeah. Find, uh, it will find finds a way. Stumble away. Right. It yeah. will find a way. Oh. And that's very tragic for him and his family. And, like, I, it really bothered me for a while. Like, because he was so preoccupied with whether yeah. or not he could. He didn't think to ask himself whether or not he should. <laughs> oh, God. 
Uh, uh, True, though. Are there going to be any uh, uh, fireworks on uh, your fireworks tour? Nah. Um, yeah, but that really bothered me for all just thinking about the, the chain of events that come around with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, read, we read the headline and be like, oh, Jesus, what an idiot, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that's the ex- extent of our involvement on it, reading that thing, all maybe I sharing it. All I can think it. about is being around that person. I don't know. Like, any kind of tragedy like that where there's some sort of – where you can kind of sniff that there was, like – a party going on, mm-hmm. and I just hate thinking of everybody living with those memories. Yeah, of well, like the, the alligator shit. guy was the same time too. You read that thing? Yeah, he like it, this it alligator ain't like, shit or yeah, something. Like don't that. don't go in here, alligators. And he said, "Fuck this alligator," and he jumped in the water and was immediately eaten by an alligator. <gasps> I believe wholeheartedly that that guy didn't care whether or not he died. On some level, you would, yeah, whether it's dang. even just the people who like. Oh my god. There's gosh. people who smoke cigarettes because they enjoy a cigarette. And then there's some people who are like, oh, you don't really I'm care whether or not you live. Anyway. Yeah. Like this guy on some level was like, I don't fucking care. Oh. Whether out of stupidity or, you know, he was just like Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon. There was just something about him that didn't care anymore. Yeah. See it going there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like he got what he asked. Asked, I mean, the alligator was like, oh, yeah, yeah all right, fuck me. I'm an yeah, alligator. Fuck you. I was born to do this. Yeah. Chomp. Oh. Yeah, it's just like, let, let's rearrange the food chain really quickly. Right. You get on there, you're in trouble. Yeah. And I don't know what he thought to gain from it. You know, I, I yeah, really want to go gonna for a, do? a swim, I guess. I don't know. So weird. Would you think, let's say he wasn't, like, already tragic. Do you think he was like... I'm going to wrestle this alligator, Ooh. and then you have to let it go. Where are you going to let it go? But let's say he does, and then he gets out, and everybody's going to be like, man, you were right. Fuck yeah, that that's alligator. the only positive outcome. Right? Because otherwise, it's just very like unclimactic. He swims around, and he's like, told you. Yeah, what's the... And nobody cares. What's the end result? He was hoping to wrangle. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No one should wrangle. No. <laughs> so, yeah, those Stay are the ones that are eating. Like, swamp waters. All right. Like, that's just... You got you got yeah. what you asked for. Oh, yeah. I can't handle Sorry, it. Sorry, buddy. And then I just feel bad for the dude who's always like, in any of these scenarios, is like, I told him not to do it. Yeah, for the record, <laughs> I knew it wasn't yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's for me is like, yeah, the guy that got chomped, that's sad and stupid, but it just sucks for his, like, Everyone the, the his friends life. that are around him or like the people that witness it, you yeah. know, and that see it happen, and they then they're haunted by that for the rest of You've their lives. You've seen a man consumed by an alligator. Yeah. No, That's thank you. the worst news. It's like, remember Grizzly Man? Oh, Her, yeah. Herzog, Watched it. Herzog's oh, like, yeah. burn this. Yeah. No, <laughs> no one should no listen one to this these. audio. There was oh. those fucking Faces of Death videos. I can't. I would mm-hmm. never watch. No. Nope. In a million years. I won't even watch these shows, like ridiculousness and stuff like that. I, I think those people are funny, and I, I, I love the, some of the guys I know that like ride on them and stuff like that. But I just can't watch shows or clip shows where people get hurt. Yeah. Because oh, I hate it. you can't unsee it. No. And it in no way benefits your life having also seen it. It's like the only way, place your laughter is coming from is a bad place that you shouldn't really be feeding. Right. But and, and like how are you any better for having seen that guy no. go face first into a pole? You're like, not. Right? Yeah. I, and I'm like, well, that's it. That's somewhere in my file, yeah, not like to like, inside out. Like that's a little, died. that's a little marble it's ball that's rolled through. Like, and, and they always what? just disclaim it. It's like, well, he's fine. He got up. He shook it off. And you're like, yeah, yeah it's still but... awful to no. see. And you can mm. like, even on Scarborough County, I don't do stories where people are like really, really hurt. I think we've yeah. done a couple where somebody died, but it was in the most ridiculous way. And and, and that wasn't even the funny thing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm like, and I'll say to the Sklars when we do the the show. Like up top of the story, I'm like, we're only doing this because everybody's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But 
yeah, I, I, nothing's funny to me about people getting hurt. I don't, yeah. Then the Faces of Death video, the thing I mentioned was like, it was this video series that was basically and that's not just even like for funny. It's just yeah. people like getting killed in awful <gasps> ways. Oh, no, no, no. There's like actual Remember there was footage. like five of them? Wait, what did Remember, I do like, with them? Remember like there's a bunch. You'd be like, let's go rent Faces of Death 3. Yeah. And you're like, no, why? Because we those, worked at a video store for them? a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah people oh, rent them. Oh, they, used to, they used to sell them like on TV commercials. We are broken. We are broken. And it's always that person running in front of a train to like get like a commuter. Yep. Who Always make it stuff. So it's just videos of that. And no like, thanks. and we rented them at my video store, and like, people came in and rented them, and I was just like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is so That's terrible. I, maybe this is wrong, but on some level, I red flag people who rent those or own them. Uh, yeah. You imagine you're wrong? on a first How date, guy or girl, you're on a first date, and you look by their DVD collection, it's like faces of death. Ew. You'd be like, um, oh, you know what I'm supposed go. to do tomorrow? <laughs> Other that's things. a red flag, right? Am death. I crazy? No, no. no Face of Death videos, flag. Smash Mouth CDs, <laughs> any of these things. If you see them, yeah. it's about face. Right. But like Third Eye Blind CD, green flag. Yeah. Yeah. That is a one go. Bus day. Do, 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 do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to do your questions, V? Sure. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? No. Mm, damn it. Would, do you feel like you could have met them and not known it? No. Really? You talking to the wrong lady, bitch. Well, yeah, I guess you, but I mean no. proverbially. Because I, you've been podcasting with one. Whoa! And I'm the other one. <laughs> <laughs> they just pulled their faces off. Hi, hi. <laughs> uh, we really got you. We really got you. No, that would be so <laughs> disappointing. We got you, Vanessa. It's really exciting. It's the Olsen twins and the great surprise for making a movie out of yeah. it. You guys sound so This has been documented. <laughs> There's been a camera crew rolling on this for five years. Oh and I, we've been in the editing bay whenever, whenever we get done. And we've been cutting it. Today I ate a piece of rice. <laughs> Congrats. It, it really been for a while. We had an all-nighter cutting the film. And so, like... <laughs> We brought in a couple beans. I don't like this impression of yeah. Olsen You guys are oh. ruining them. Have you met one? No. My Do little angels. Yeah. I think if you just like stroll around Bushwick in New York I for a while. I think that is true because when we, I ask everyone and the only people that have, it's always like they see them scurrying down a street corner mm-hmm. or like at a party and scurrying. then vanishing. Scurrying is perfect. Yeah. They're yeah. just little critters. Yeah. Um, so like if you turn on a light in Brooklyn, you just see them like kind of scattered yeah. around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> They're like mogwise. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right light, right light. Okay, next. Yeah. Uh, if you could redo any Mark Wahlberg movie but put yourself in it, which Ooh. one do you do? Oh, and you don't have man. to be doing an impression of him. You can do Yeah, no, yeah, one. I yeah. could get to be yeah. in it. Maybe Invincible? Ooh. Yeah. I love football. I've always wanted to be in a football movie, and that was pretty great. Yeah, I didn't see that choice coming. I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I like that movie a lot. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Breaking news. That's fair. (laughs) Okay, name three of the Vanderpump rules. Three of them? (laughs) Okay. You well you've Jax, (laughs) Stasi. I mean the rules. Oh. Well these are the rules. Uh, First rule of Vanderpump. Yeah. Talk about Vanderpump Uh, rules. uh, the three rules of Vanderpump (laughs) rules are probably don't worry, it is your business. (laughs) (laughs) Um you don't have to keep a secret. <laughs> and uh, always remember that it doesn't matter what you did to someone, but you'd like your glass of Pinot Grigio. Beautiful. Yeah. Really well handled. Thanks. I expected more stumbling there. It was really good. Okay, if we could see inside of your head, mm-hmm. inside out style, who would voice your various emotions? Ooh, We've got okay. sad, disgust, joy, anger, fear. Okay. 
I know that's hard. Sad might be Stephen Wright. Oh, that okay. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Joy, maybe like an amped up Robin Williams. Yeah, uh, genie style almost. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Just like ready, like yeah. happy, ready to go. Yeah. Oh, really enjoying this podcast. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is the most. Oh, this is the most. Like uh, right. okay. Uh, what else? What are the other ones? Uh, disgust. Disgust. Hmm. Man, I don't know. Like that's a hard one because it's a hard fit. They seem to lump a lot into that. Yeah, didn't disgust like was like very like fashion forward. Yeah, she was, she was all right? about judgment. Basically, like, so he'd be disgust in my head. Who? As Steve Buscemi, man. Oh, oh man, that's, that's a good one. Man. Yeah, I don't want to eat that. Come on, yeah, that's, that's great. That's a pretty good one. Maybe like Michael Parks. All right. <laughs> Just to have like this, like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Who else do we have? What you are... need anger and fear. Okay. Fear. Whoever, the, whoever, vo- I don't, did he have a voice? I just, the voice of Ichabod Crane from the original Disney. Oh, uh, I don't know. If a maybe it just is Ichabod Crane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then uh, what was the last one? Uh, anger. Anger. Man, I don't know. Like, who's like a really good like anger? Oh, you know, would be good. Rocha from Rage Against the Yeah, or just like a pissed off John Goodman. Ooh, yeah. that's a good. Yeah, yeah. that's like good. That. And yeah. who has the wheel? Which of these emotions would mostly have the wheel? Joy. Good. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, I mean, I definitely dwell yeah. <laughs> in the other ones, but I'm pr- I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so I'm glad to hear. Whoa! Uh oh! Uh oh! <laughs> Fuck this alligator! <laughs> I'm getting it! No! No! Uh, this is your final question. Okay. You've angered a wizard, and he's giving you a choice between two punishments. Mm. Would you rather be itchy all day, every day, but there's no flaking and there's no visible rash? Sure. It's just an intense itchiness, but you don't. You're not itchy at night, so you're able to sleep. Okay. Or you're sticky round the clock. You gotta go itchy. Wow. Yeah, because then I th- I have something to look forward to, yeah. and I can constantly be telling myself if I can just get through this. And I'm a night person. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, and this is good for your relationships because sticky doesn't feel as bad to live in. I think, right. but you couldn't really be intimate comfortably with someone. Yeah. And then you're like the worst version of Rogue Ew. from X Men. Yeah. <laughs> just like a really depressing. Yeah, I can't touch you, but no version. one benefits from <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> if I do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, good choice, I think. Thanks. Yeah. I applaud you. Yeah. Did it. You made it all the way through, Dan. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, so people can, well, they can catch you on several different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarborough, your yep. podcast. Scarborough County, that drops every Tuesday. Yep. Me and the Sklars just talking about goofy news stories. You were on like one of the first ones. Yeah, I, was, I think I was on County episode number eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I do a show called Hindsight that I would love to have both of you on. It's there. Uh, Hindsight with Daniel Van Kirk. I bring on comedians and funny people, and they bring three photos from any chapter of their life, Ooh. and we just talk about the context of your life when that photo was taken. Oh, that's an awesome context. Yeah, and then it drops on Thursdays for Throwback Thursdays, and people oh, can perfect. see them first and then listen, or vice versa. Uh, the Wahlberg Solution happens every other month at UCB, and that drops on your wolf in the same feed. So if you subscribe to Scarborough County, you're going to get Wahlberg Solution in oh, your great. feed. And then other than that... 
I'm just doing stuff. People can catch out. If you want to see other characters and stuff that I do, I have a sketch show on the Nerdist YouTube channel called DVK. And they just let me get a whole bunch of funny people together and goof around, which is kind exactly of the what we all want yeah. to do. Yeah, exactly. in one form or another. Living so life. hopefully this year, and I'll be doing live shows. There might, I might be uh, doing Madison with the Sklar Brothers and LA Podcast Festival and hopefully other festivals and stuff like that too. So, so it's not going to nice. be super yeah. hard to find you. I don't. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, no, so you're just giving us follow me. Follow me at Daniel Van Kirk on uh, Twitter, Twitter, and Facebook, and MySpace. Oh, yeah. MySpace. Is your MySpace still out there? I think it might be. Did you delete it? I don't know. It's out there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's out there. No. It's out there. i got to take that. What if... Maybe I did I want, No, I, I want us know. to all wait. Oh, I mean, I feel like my here. Friendster is probably still we, out there. You, you, could get, you could put this on the festival. I want us to all wait until, like, the 20th anniversary or even 15th anniversary of MySpace, and you do a show... Where you bring up persons, people's like comedians, MySpace page on stage with them oh. and just break it down. And oh it's like a time God. capsule, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. What do you? What's I on don't there? Even Who's know in your top I'm eight? Like, oh my God! What song is playing? Top eight was it? What glitter uh, gif do you oh, have going? No. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Yeah, be yeah that's a great. Because it's all of our and time it's still capsules. Out there. Yeah, it's yes. Sitting there dormant. Oh. That's that so, yellow I'm background. I'm so cringing just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look into that. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, at Daniel Van Kirk. You, Perfect. And, uh, yeah, I'll try. Perfect. And, try We're and on there us. too. I'm at Cole Strad. I'm at Vanessa Raglan. The podcast is at PMT Podcast. Also follow us on Instagram. We have like oh, ten yeah. followers there. We just started it. We have not been promoting. <laughs> I'm in. I'll join. Oh, yeah, there we go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I believe that's just at Pop My Culture Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. Thank I don't you. even think you need an app for Instagram. I don't know if you do or not, but that's what it is. Uh, So check it out. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here, Dan. Thanks so much. What a pleasure. Agreed. A true pleasure. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.